division or another show because it flipped on us i'm your host bradley baxter my man chris buck you what that's me out here and ready to talk about this crazy show and what a crazy episode episode number seven was it yes it was episode number seven that's correct so let's talk about this we were i want to talk about this real quick because we did talk about possibly being an hour episode did we talk? Did we talk? Me and you talked about it. I know that much. Yeah, there was that. Whether well, there we was talked that about leak it on, the on Instagram not. that came out and it showed. It said, which I clarified. Yeah, I clarified it with you after the fact. Yeah, it was like because uh, I'd seen, seen the episode. Three hour, three hour long episodes, and I was like, hell yeah! And it was like, nah. Right. So what happened was it got misquoted that Kevin Feige had said this, and then it turns out it wasn't Kevin Feige who said it. It was the Director of the show, Mac, whatever his name is, Max, WandaVision director guy is what his name is. That's what I'm going to call him. Um, he had said that the whole series was six hours long, which <laughs> which you can dissect any which way. One, you can sure. say that does that include credits or not credits? It must. Because that, that has been, well, yeah, coming down to it, I think it does. Uh, to us that in fans everywhere, that has been a topic that everyone is talking about. How they hate how long the cr- the credits are pretty much just as long as the episode, which is ridiculous. I think love it. I, um, but I did the math. I broke it down to you, Chris. I don't know. My phone's charging. I'm not gonna look at it. If I don't know if you had that text up, but you oh probably don't. yeah, dude, you did. You sent me that crazy text with all that. I do still think that the, the next two episodes. Yeah, the next two episodes, I think, will be. More towards an hour. No, what were you if not talking longer. about? It was nuts. You I broke like, it down. You were in it. You were like, I guess because what was said was the full season is six hours, including those long credits after seven episodes. It currently has 114 minutes left, so almost two hours left. Not counting previously on and Marvel intro and credits, it's 177 minutes, which is closer to three hours. Uh, it feels so weird to be packing right now. Oh, that's a different thought. <laughs> um, but Thank the first part, answer. yeah, that was some real beautiful mind stuff. You're like, carry the six, five and a half, do, do, no, uh, rain man, yeah. like, oh, number must, 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 must. I mean, I didn't go back and look at every episode, but generally, well, it's just good looking math. At it, it's just good math. <laughs> looking at it was like, uh, or at least the last episode was like, um, a minute 30 was the intro and the like previously on. Previously on Marvel. Yeah, and then, I mean, I, I didn't go as far as, like, well, the commercial is this minute long, and the introduction to the episode of the show that they're copying is this minute. I didn't do that, but, like... Sure. It's still... If that is true, that there's still a possibility these last two episodes could be uh, more towards an hour, or around an hour, with credits, is what I think. So... Break, probably be like a 45 minute episode with the other shit wow damn so what you're saying is that we're not gonna get hour-long episodes like a like a of just an episode no i would i would bet against that right now but i will 
the longest one, I think it was 41 minutes with everything. Wow. Well, I, I keep wanting more and more. I get greedy every time there's an episode. And it is getting annoying to just, like, just when the episode gets good, you see oh. please stand by. How can it possibly, how can there only be two episodes left, allegedly? And how can those episodes only be a half hour and close this thing out? I just don't know how it can do it justice. The next one is going to be the penultimate. So it better really run some, it it better really do some good stuff. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, which I think it left us at a good enough cliffhanger um, currently in this last episode to, to do that. With a longer, with the idea of there being um, longer episodes, so it's still po- it's still possible. I'm not saying it's guaranteed and been confirmed by Kevin Feige, like many other people have, but still possible. Um, hmm. I don't have my stuff pulled up right now, so give me a second. But all right, so uh, Monica plots her return. Wanda navigates unsettling complications. And Vision comes, uh, Vision forms a new alliance. This has an 88%, which is probably on the lower end of the spectrum of uh, all the episodes. This got an 88%? Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I get like it 100. because this is, I mean, not to get too ahead, but like, this is like a revelation episode. It usually happens before the penultimate. So that makes sense. But like, I honestly felt that I liked this episode. There were parts that mm-hmm. I really loved, but I really just felt like it was just sort of happening to get to the big reveal so that we can go into the last two episodes, which is fine. So, I think you need that to happen, and I think they still did a great job with what could have feel, been a bland episode. True. Uh, do you feel like this is a filler episode? We not, haven't had that yet. Not really. I mean, it's I just think too that, much stuff. That, yeah, yeah exactly. Too much is going on for it to be a filler mm-hmm. episode. Like, I didn't feel like anything that happened in the episode didn't need to happen. But I was like, okay, cool. I, I understand when it was over why that episode happened. Like, that made sense. And I thought I had some really great parts. Yeah, definitely. Um, it has a lot to unpack and could be very easily unpacked. I did. I kind of want to do something different. So I, I we'll, we'll just run through it as we go. Um, usually I we talk about the episode and what happens, but... Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff still to unpack and questions to talk about that I think are more important than what actually happens in the show. We'll go along. You'll you'll pick it up. There's spoilers going forward. So if you haven't seen the episode yet, you're slipping, watch it, or kick rocks. Boom. This is done in the office slash modern family style in that fourth wall breaking interview reality show, not reality show. Is that a safe way to put it? Mm-hmm. That's the way to put it for sure. It definitely the it felt the way it was shot was definitely more modern family, but um, the the intro song was definitely the office. Oh, the int- so the yeah the show this show is heavily based on Modern Family for sure, camera angles and everything, but the theme was one hundred percent the office. Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, a it, blend it, of those two. But I definitely didn't feel. And I did, did I talk about this with you? I was like, uh, it, it would be really funny if they did this office type of episode and oh, it yeah. happened. I see. I was when I originally envisioned it, I think I knew it was going to be modern, more modern family. But I was kind of picturing them doing something in Vision's office in the. Uh, yeah. Like keeping him there instead. They made it having, a different thing, which I loved his arc in it. But I could totally have seen where you were coming from on that one. And and maybe I'm, I'll just say this now. Uh, one of the biggest 
theories was that John Krasinski was going to be in this episode. We'll talk about his role and stuff and what happened with that a little bit later, but it would it seemed like it would have made sense to bring him in in Vision's office in the office type episode, right? Right, or to, or it would have been a weird thing to base the episode around him being the character that wouldn't be actually in the thing. You know what I mean? Like if he showed up to like the uh, yeah, it, it, there's probably a lot of layers to it that would just wouldn't it would be difficult to explain. But it would have been funny, or even if he just like made a cameo. Right. Anyway, anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Um, starts off with the kids arguing. Uh, she's basically hung over, right? She's hung over and just kind of tired. I think that she's starting to realize that she's not working she can it. feel that things are falling apart even yeah. before she starts noticing things in the house falling apart. I think she's just tired. She's giving up. She doesn't care anymore. She's opening doors with magic. Yeah, she's, she's like, whatever. Milk is changing. Hi, come in. Yeah, she's just changing everything. She's like, whatever. Um, my first question, Chris, is we see her when she's making cereal. Um, oh yeah, the almond milk to dairy milk. It was, the, it was just the carton was changing everything, but there was like a missing kid on it. Oh yeah, that was wasn't that interesting. I thought about it and I'm like, again, just with this show, I'm like, it's like, is that important? Who is that? Who's the kid? You know, that ran through my mind. But it was blurry, so you it, and there was really nothing that come back to it. But I don't know if it's gonna be be a thing later. That missing kid from Westview, or yeah. maybe it seems weird to put that on there, unless it was just trying to fill a trope. The idea of like the kid on the back of the milk, because originally I thought there was something deeper at heart. I was like, well, well that's weird that it went from this to that. But then I was like, oh, things are just reverting back, and I think that the milk, something missing on the back of a milk container, is so nineties or eighties feeling that they were just like, yeah. Like it was just going, and then like the carton of it being like it was just going through the the, the years, yeah, decades or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. That works. I mean, everything was changing from video games turning into Uno, which <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a, I didn't see that coming. Ataris, we see Atari, we, uh, Nintendo sixty four. It was all Nintendo though, right? Yeah, it was like. Well, I guess they were playing. They were playing game. They were playing like Wii, and then that turned into GameCube, which turned into Atari, which turned into Uno cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Agatha comes through. I guess Agnes. I guess. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Chris, you call. I think you called it in the first episode. I was more focused on somebody else, but. That's what it was coming into that. It was all signs were pointing to that. You don't cast Catherine Hahn to be just the plucky neighbor. Well, she could have been. I was see. I was in under the. She was on the side, but maybe not quite because she's young. Agnes is old as fuck. Yeah, but witches, you know, man, witches will get you every time. Mm. You never know how old the witch is until they get you. Witches get stitches. Oh, that's an old fact I learned. She says something so crazy in a general throwaway line that I thought was really clever. I just, I'm sure everyone caught it and like, man, it wasn't that big a deal. Uh, but she says, uh, you know, she'll watch the kids, which she does in the comics. And then Wanda's like, what can I do for you? Like, there's gotta be something I can do. And she's like, well, I got this mole on my back. You got this mole on my back. Take a look at that for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a mole in the system. There There's we go. Mole, see, m- break, and then she She's goes. She's the molly, molly, molly. She goes, yeah, and then she goes. Oh, never mind. Like, 
what did she say? Something like boundaries. So I that's too much. I get yeah, boundaries. I get it. And I was like, oh, because she expanded the boundaries. Now Darcy is in this bitch. Popping off Westview. Wow. But, you're digging deep. So I was like, oh, good one. Good pun there. Uh, Chris, she now in that last episode and in this episode, she obviously turned that crazy armor uh, base that they put together, sword put together, into a circus. Yes, good, the, good. the circus and just everything. So now we see Darcy in the fold as a... They see Vision as a clown and her as... The escape artist, which I thought she was, was kind of handcuffed to the thing. That's what it turned her into. Yeah, it was clever a little bit because she had been missing from this whole MCU for the last yeah, five years. Yeah, and I loved the fact that they bring her in, and then obviously Vision, you know, unlocks her immediately, which is what I kept saying to TV. I was like, just unlock her, just unlock her, do your hand thing to her temple because yeah, you know she wouldn't be disoriented. She'd only been in there for a few minutes in her mind, so he could unlock her and she would know what's going on. Opposed to the people who have no idea who Wanda is, who have been trapped in this reality for weeks. Like yeah, all the our prisoners, they're all freaking out when they come out. They're like, oh God, oh fucking God. But in this <laughs> yeah. one, she she's like, I was just like, cool, let's start talking about the problems. I'll give you a rundown on your entire history. And I like that Vision's being, uh, the, the conversation that they first have is like very in, in character. I don't know. I don't know what you say in character, but like they think, um, she thinks like, Something happened. <laughs> they had like a one night stand or whatever. Which I thought was oh funny. yeah, when he's like, oh yeah, but he's like, we, just, we yeah, our eyes met. She's like, you weirdo. Yeah, creeper. She calls him a creeper. Yeah. My just my funny. biggest question out of out of the circus and whatnot is it's very. Uh, I feel like I figured this out and then I watched it again and I forgot. But maybe you can elaborate. The S, the S was like very apparent. Two things interesting. We'll talk about. Actually, there's a couple things. Time. Yeah, like uh, Darcy's fit has like S's connecting, and then maybe I just looked too deep into it because now that I'm thinking the way I was going to describe this other character as the strong man was wearing an S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that was it. But it looks like her her carnival or circus costume has like S's down it. Interesting. What and I could figure those that out. be? Uh, the weirdest part about this episode, though, is that uh, the what's the dude from Shield who's like the baddie? Yeah, uh, Hawkins or whatever. Yeah, we find out, which we kind of figured in the last episode, but uh, he's basically wanted Vision to get put back together and functioning again, which is why he let Wanda steal him. Uh, they call yeah. that the the cataract. Hayward Project Cataract. What isn't that a clever name for it? Well, when you have cataracts, that's when something's wrong with your vision, and so an oper an operation, mm. cataract surgery, is to correct your vision. Oh, I see what they did there. Okay, now see that, what's that, going on. I, find, I, find I thought it was gonna be so. You know, and this is the thing I was talking about last week. If you listen to the podcast, you this is, I don't want it to be. This, I'm not gonna like fucking say it all again. But here's the thing. <laughs> The show is doing what you and I, Brad, were thinking again, and I'm I'm worried that the real deep, intense Marvel people are going to end up saying that it's not a good show when it is a really good show is because a lot of the things we're hoping that are going to happen, we're looking at it so big. We're looking at it like this must interact with all the Marvel things when, in fact, it could be something very simple like Hayward. Sure, he could still be he could still be some kind of secret sewer bad guy. But at the end of the day. 
his motivation isn't to do this or harness his power. Ultimately, right. like his whole motivation this whole time has literally just been to get his weapon back so that he can turn vision back on like that. Nothing crazy, no, no kind of intergalactic plan. He just wants vision back as a very good weapon. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's going to be a lot of that in these last two episodes, especially where it's like that thing was just this. You and another great one happens this episode. You all were going nuts thinking it was this thing and it was not right. Then we'll, We'll get to that. I think, though, too, we've been trained, though. We've been trained to everything means something. When you give us a movie like Endgame, that literally yeah. calls back every Absolutely. single minimal throwaway line. And and for 22 movies, fuck, 23, throw Spider-Man in there. I don't care. They're, everything is connected. So when you... I know it's the first show, but still, I mean, I'm sure things will connect in these last two episodes more than in any other episode. But you got to know that the, the and and not having anything for over a year, we're gonna yeah. be chomping at the we're foaming at the mouth here. Like we're people, ready. People are freaking chomping yeah, at the bit. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about this well, before we get into like you said the cataract with the vision and stuff. Yeah, I think that's pretty much his goal. Sounds like, but he's being a dick about it. Um, the hype, the hype for for Goodner. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but one of the other people, side hunch, henchmen, ladies, was like, uh, he's like, what's going on on the show? And he's like, oh, nothing. It's dead air. But yet yeah. we're watching the the Modern Family shit. Yeah, we're watching it. Yeah, so the show is still being kept up. It's just not broadcast in the same way that sometimes she would cut clips out and stuff. I guess so. But it's weird that we're watching an episode when there's supposed to be dead air. because the Right. So I guess it comes back to Agnes and her and that whole thing. It must be, right? Like it it's must... got to be. Absolutely. The thing is going just to keep her trapped in this world. Or, That's what or, I think. Is she, or is she just lost control of it and she can't? give out that frequency of the show. She can film the show, but can't put it out. I don't know. Interesting. It's a weird, it's probably something, again, dead air, vision being dead. I don't know. There could be so many different things. They give us these crackers, man. They give us these crumbs, and you and then you try and put together the crackers. And you're trying to put it together. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to put it together. And they're yeah, giving yeah. you multiple ones too. Obviously, you know, stepping a little bit out of the main Wanda and Vision. You know, Vision's with Cat Denning and trying to get to Wanda, and Wanda's doing her own mental breakdown. But then you have the whole subplot we've been waiting for, which is who's the aerospace engineer that they're going to go meet? And it's going to help them. That's save. what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, quick. I got to ask you all these pieces. I got to ask you a question before we get into it. I had to think about how I was going to text you them. I text you every Friday morning after I watch an episode, like probably before you wake up. Right. And it's always like, I try to keep it spoiler free or like any hints of how I feel about the episode. Sure. But um, what was your reaction to, that's what I really want to know. I've been waiting for this actually. What was your reaction when you found out that after all the hype, the aerospace engineer shows up to be, this person, a nobody, a nobody, a throwaway. Yeah. I think that we, you know, everyone was digging for diamonds in this one. They thought it'd be Reed Richards. And I thought I was sure it was Talos. I guess in theory, it still could be. I, I'm I'm still hanging to the fact that these are scrolls, maybe. Um, 
Awesome. I mean, yeah, they haven't like revealed the- themselves yet or um, or that, you know, the, the girl that she meets, she says, you know, my mom and blah, 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 blah. And the, and the, the, the gal that she's talking to says, we're not your mom was the only one we are loyal to. And that's like, are is she saying the collective we like that we're loyal to all of us or is she insinuating that there's somebody else like we insinuates that we're the scrolls with Nick Fury or something like that. Who knows? I think that will reveal itself. It also could just be an aerospace engineer friend that she knows that helped her out. <laughs> and that would not surprise me either. Like, cause everybody was so gung ho to dig it. And that's what we talked about earlier, Brad. Like seriously, yes. they were sitting in a writer's and they said, Oh, she'll say a line. She'll say, I uh, let's just give her somebody. She knows, um, an aerospace engineer. Okay, cool. Write that down. And then in the next episode, they'll drive and they'll meet that aerospace engineer. And that friend will help get them this craft. Cool. And then it goes out in the show line. And everybody's like, it's fucking Wayne Richards. Oh my fucking God. Yes. And it's not. Yeah, apparently there's been, as far as the Fantastic Four stuff goes, and another Fantastic Four nugget came out this week, which I was not a f- very excited about, and that's Jennifer Lawrence possibly being uh, Sue Storm. Okay. Did you see that? Didn't see that. I like it. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, she was upset about fucking X-Men. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I, we I can't know. do that. She was in the X-Men universe. Well, you can if you don't if it's not canon, right? Like, True. Which so you can't out, make it obviously. canon. The canon. I don't know, man. I just don't get. I don't. I just didn't like the way she exited X Men. Yeah. Well, it was a shitty franchise and a ship going down. But yeah, but she. It wasn't. If the ship is sinking, go. I like, go down with it. Don't ask to be murdered. I see off what you're and, saying. Like, I see yeah. what you're saying. I mean, what's his name stuck it out? Like all those guys stuck, but even Evan Peters kind of didn't stick it out either. So. He's like, I gotta go. I can't be a part of this anymore. I'm gonna, guys. I'm going to the MCO. Fuck I gotta get the fuck out of here. But Gard- uh, Goodner was a womp womp for sure. It was womp a, womp. It was a, yeah, it was. It was something simple that could have wasn't intentional to be that way, but it definitely felt like there was a reveal coming that wasn't. Sure. What do you? What are your thoughts on back to the circus with the Phoenix though? Um, you know what? what? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. So there was a um, it was like one. It's like a B roll, I guess. Like it wasn't part of the story, but she was legit in the Phoenix costume. Whoa! Phoenix. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Damn. It's like right. At, it's after. I want to say it's after. Uh, she tries to ram that shit into the hex. It did not work. It didn't work, which also gave. I didn't. I didn't catch this at first, but someone had pointed out to me that this aerospace engineer could have been Hank Pym. Sure. And I was like, oh, and they said, you know, that there is a shot of the that drone or like that. I don't know what you call it. Vehicle where it looks like. Um, it looks like it's small and it's going towards the thing. Oh, interesting. And it looks like one of the Ant-Man vehicles in, I think, Ant-Man and the Wasp, whatever. So I was like, but interesting enough, too, is when she tries to break through with that thing, it comes back and it's he's like, oh, it's being rewritten. And it comes back as a van, like a brown van. Interesting. But I couldn't figure out, like, why was it getting rewritten if it's, we're kind of at that modern, like modern family here. Why was it turning into a van? I didn't get that. 
but I guess stuff is not working is the point I think of this episode. Stuff is not working. Things correctly. are falling apart. Everything's sort of like mismatching. Yeah. She's losing her grip. Yeah, you missed the Phoenix stuff. I can't believe I missed that. That's crazy. I'm gonna go back and watch yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to a commercial, another commercial for Nexus, which is a, uh, it's like a antidepressant, I guess. Yeah, an antidepressant. I don't think we've talked Nexus. about this on the show. Yeah, it's Nexus. Uh, about the commercials, we've talked about how you think that they might be your parents or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, have you, you've, you've had to have seen the theory that all the commercials are Infinity Stone related. Really? But it's starting to, I mean, it, it feels a little forced, but yeah, I mean, you have the, the watch time, you have the, the cube, the Hydra Soak in a box. Okay. This one obviously is reality. Okay. Reality. Uh, the soul one is, uh, this is where it gets a little weird is that, that yogurt on the, on the island. Because it did drain it did drain him of his life, right? And he's just trying to open. This is a great theory. I hope it's true. Um, I think that that would be the first one was uh, the the toaster, which could be the mind mind stone because they call vision vision. toaster. Yeah, but it's also red though. That's the thing. Is like the colors didn't really. And the other one, wait, we only had five five commercials. Yeah. Oh, the paper towels. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right, that's right. Which is what's that's what stone. It was red, like she cleaned up red stuff, which would be reality, like she cleaned up reality, but that doesn't make sense when you have Nexus, because Nexus yeah. is all about changing reality. Yeah, I'm actually really interested. I'm glad you brought up Nexus, and we'll get to it in a second, but I'm, I'm excited. That, that really brings me, that makes me think a little deeper about what those mean and stuff, too, because obviously we're getting into the territory of what's magic and what's Infinity Stone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the Nexus thing. Like, what what are you thinking about this commercial? I mean, I think it's I think the Nexus is obviously this reality thing, mm-hmm. right? This that that's what Wanda's creating. She's creating a Nexus where multiverses can collide, and I think that that's what we saw in this idea of like if you can't have a reality, just make your own. And right. in her making her own, she's creating a dimensional Nexus, which is dangerous magic. That's what, like, what that means definitively? Maybe not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I feel like the infinity, I don't know if the Finity Stone commercials mean anything other than as of yet. I mean, the yeah, maybe I'm sure they're all going to come together and to be something, right? It has to be. Like, why would they keep It's not like it's, if it was just to be a nostalgic commercial, wouldn't like they want you just, Throw me like micro machines or some shit, you know? Like why? Exactly, is it- exactly. So it 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 does feel like it does mean something, and it'll probably be another one of these things that's disappointing. <laughs> but it's like, oh, the- that was nothing, right? Like when something, I like I said, we're all just chomping at the bit. Um, after seeing the Nexus commercial, it makes the paper towel one hard to be a reality i mean a infinity stone right right yeah and if there's yeah it's weird maybe it's just maybe that's just a fun theory but it, it at the same time it, it does kind of make sense 
especially with Nexus, because they specifically say, don't like your reality, just make up your own. You know, like that's in the in the box. The fact that the Hydra soap is in a box in a cube box. Right. Wow. And the Who time. Knows? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, is Ralph Mephisto? Maybe. I mean, at we this still point, two episodes left. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Mephisto is not going to be in this. I think there's going to be hints at him until a, fe- a feature debut. You think he'll be in a movie? You think yeah, I think he'll Strange? probably be in Doctor Strange too. I think he'll probably yeah. show up. I don't think at this point there's or, no time to do it. Or a, there'll he, be a hint. Will there be a cutscene like they did with Thanos? Very yeah. possible. I mean, shit, this episode had a cutscene. I mean, so. Thanos, which was weird because we didn't expect it. There's another thing about the credits too. I want to ask you about. It's kind of weird, which I noticed. But um, yeah, we don't see Ralph yet. She still talks about him. We haven't seen him. Uh, the kids go over there. And pretty much disappear, but there comes this little, I don't know. Uh, there comes a scene between Wanda and, uh, why can't I, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, which is so wrong. Uh, Monica, she, she like bones through the door. Somehow she gets there faster than Darcy and Vision. But I do love the scene where Vision is like, what am I doing sitting here talking to you guys? Like, what the I love fuck? that, what too. Is it? It's that idea and he of like, being like... he hits his head on the boom. I yeah, love he's that. like part of it, but he also understands that he's not part of it. He's actually mic'd. He's like lav-mic'd. He takes off his mic and throws it off. And he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, and then he just flies out of the truck. And she's like, I'll meet you there. And that's all we see of Darcy. Because she's stuck because apparently Wanda was throwing some... Wanda or maybe even Agatha at this point. We don't know. We don't know. The big reveal is that obviously, uh, you know, Catherine Hahn is Agatha Harkness, and they do this little "It was me the whole time." Little Chris has been singing. It was it. Agatha all along. There you go. He's been singing it all all night, um, which was really fun because you kind of went. It gave you like a little refresher of like all the times that stuff happened. It was like, "This was me. This was me," and it shows, you know, it shows all the way through till Quicksilver and. Even even when because there's that scene too I forget I wanted to mention this too where a voice comes out talking to Wanda and is like do you think you deserve this right or something along those lines I don't know if that's a yeah. specific quote and she's like All right, you're not you supposed, supposed to talk you're not supposed to talk and like it's this confusion look on her face but then we see the uh, Agatha Harkness little intro to her show. Um, you see her behind the camera. Right. So I thought that you was see it's Agatha the whole time. Well, the Agatha is it's basically that was sort of playing out the fact that she's, she's like in control director. of that because the voice was also a man's voice. So it's like she's exactly. the one that's been puppeting, puppeteering this whole thing. So she's been like the director of this whole shen, shen, Shabazz. Yeah, which is crazy. Shenanigans. Yeah. And she's obviously behind... Pietro being there and at, she ends it off with like the cruelest thing ever though and she's like and I killed your dog too <laughs> like or whatever and I just a great laugh Sparky though. too huh? yeah, very she, witchy she does a great laugh a great evil witchy laugh but all her magic is purple which we haven't really seen um, obviously there's been a lot of unpacked so we haven't really talked about it but Wanda does go down to the basement because the kids are missing. They like eight. Yeah, the kids are just gone. They sandwich and they disappeared, and she's like looking for them, which shows that you know Agnes wasn't trying to hide it anymore. She she Agatha freaking lured her down there to the so that she could see what was up. 
Um, do you think we're going to get a reveal of like what these people are? Are they just going to be regular people? Well, who? Agatha? The regular people. Like um, the neighbor. Oh, it shows yeah, her, I, I like, think they're just, yeah, she, she manipulates his mind. Like yeah. she's using, and that's where he circles back to as a witch. You know, she's a witch. And this is the first time really where I would argue we're seeing, uh, we're, we've seen mysticism in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing it here too. But like Wanda was created by a, a stone, right? Like she was touched by the mind stone and that gave her her abilities. Right. Uh, and Captain Marvel got her powers from the freaking cube. And, and now we're seeing Monica get her powers because of Wanda's powers. So that's also mind stone related, but you know, the, the, and I guess you could argue that all of the mysticism even comes from the, the time stone originally. That's why they protect it, but they also have their books and their spells and all that shit. So anyways, right. it's just yeah. funny to see Agatha walk in here with a purple form of magic that she can do mm-hmm. all the same things that Wanda can do enter her mind to show her things like make things move, all that stuff. And being wondering like, Oh, is that a relation to an infinity stone you had to run in with? Or is this just some old school magic? Yeah. Uh, that, that's another, th- we definitely see three super characters, I guess you could say in this episode, we get, we get an interesting thing here with Monica because some people are saying it's Photon or is it Spectrum? Spectrum, Pulsar, Photon. She got three names. Yeah, she's all over the map. Well, her mom was also, though, wasn't she? A, she was Photon, right? Her Maybe. Mom. Who knows? The deep cut. Um, And she breaks, somehow she breaks through. But I, what I thought was weird is that her suit didn't change. Like the car yeah, was fucking uh, up. I think that's because, and I, I put that together. It, like, no, it's because powers. of her powers. Yeah. yeah. She basically she, cut a hole in it, in the spectrum, in that energy, was able to go through it because she like assembled who she was. She wouldn't let it separate her. So she stayed in one piece by creating almost like a pocket of energy around her. Kinetic energy. Like Gambit with his cards. Exactly. She just formed it. <laughs> watch, Boom. I watched that Pete Holmes shit with uh, <laughs> X-Men. It's really funny. If you haven't seen that, check that out. Oh, so good. Um, we also see a locust bug or some kind of bug on the window. Is that is that That's a true. thing? Who or knows? That, that's going to be something weird. Or maybe it's just meant to make creepy atmosphere. So she, um, so Agnes unveils herself. And you you think that that's, she's just going to be the baddie. That's it? Yeah, I think so. I think it'll tease to something bigger, but I think it's going to be her. She's going to be like the the Black Order. I mean, a cicada like that, like it's a big, ugly bug, but what does it really mean? You know what I mean? It's like it's clinging on the curtains. You're seeing it a lot. What could it be a thing? It represents, you know, who knows? Well, in the com, yeah. So in the comics, for context, you know, the she does babysit the kids, and the kids are a extension at some sort of Mephisto. And apparently this has, this ending is supposed to be really sad. And Paul Bettany has come out and said that the person he was talking, the actor he was talking about is, hasn't arrived yet. Okay. So there's still another unveil there. Well, there we go. So we're, we're going to get, I don't know if it's going to be a new character or an old character, but there's still somebody else. That's going to be added to the show that we haven't seen yet. According to Paul Bettany, unless it got cut on the floor and 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 he's like, whoops, much like uh, what's her name from the soul stone got cut from in game. 
Tony Stark's daughter older. That deleted scene. Right. Oh, heck yeah, I did. Um, one thing I did notice though when I watched these credits, we'll talk about the the end credits after, because they did give us a cutscene. But um, Deborah Joe Rupp got a credit for this episode. Okay. I don't know if you caught that. Didn't. I went back and the only scene that she's in is during that like a- Agatha Harkness uh intro song. It's like a quick, quick glimpse at the magic show that they show her. And I was like, so many people don't get credit in this credit sequence with the colors and the TV screen yeah. hexagons and all that shit. True. But she did. And I was like, does that mean did she get cut from a scene or is she like still in play? But, you know, Hayward, that's the name, right? The yep, that's the bad guy. No, no credit there. Um, there's another. And I was like, well, maybe she because she's a bigger actress. I was like, is she a bigger actress though? Hmm, interesting. Maybe, I guess. I mean, that '70s show was a big show. Very interesting. But she, she definitely it was like her, and then it said, Ev, I mean, Evan Peters was in this cutscene, and that was it. But he got, and he got his credit. Sure. Okay. Which made sense though. Made big sense. Like the kids don't get a credit. Huh. Um, this, uh, you know, what's her name? Cat Denning's got a credit. Yeah, they all got credits except. Well, I just thought it was weird to bring her back and give her a credit because it did go back and you saw all the other characters as well. Yeah, so why did it do that? Interesting. Must be in the, that could be some contract shit we don't. And so that's contract stuff right there. That's some that's some yeah. high that's some high science. That's lawyers. <laughs> if I'm in the second of the show, give me a, give me that bingo bango. I better get my due. Prime, like prime time credit. Um but in this cutscene, we see but I got to be I got to be Honest though, Monica running through this town and just opening doors is like asking for it. Oh yeah. Um, she goes. How does she know her house? Agnes lives right next door. Directly next door. What about that other? I th- yeah, I thought that- directly next okay. door. That's how Agatha, Agatha looked out and saw them fighting in the yard. That's why she oh, went out right. to get. That's right. That's right. Wanda. That's right. And she kind of followed them. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And earlier she saw, yeah. Oh, okay. she also, she, and Monica did also yell to Wanda, don't make him make you the villain. Yeah, exactly. Don't let him make you the villain or something along those lines. Referring yeah. to Hayward because she's like, he just wants vision. But somebody else is making her the villain yeah. and that's Agatha. I can't wait to see where that, how, how that direction is going to go. For a split second, I was like, yo, Wanda, maybe Wanda dies in this. But well, that'd be interesting. She's in Doctor Strange, so that oh yeah, so no cancels that out unless it's like flashback shit, which could be done because obviously Vision died in Infinity War. But here we are. Anything's possible. Uh, Chris, <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen in these next two episodes? What what like what is I just what is Agatha after? I'm guessing she's trying to open a doorway the same way that. You know, uh, Doctor Strange's bad guy, I, I can't remember his name right now, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, um, he was trying to open a doorway for Dormammu, right. you know, and Dormammu is an interdimensional villain just like Mephisto. I'm guessing she serves a master, and she's trying to open a doorway, and she's trying to use Wanda to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what happens in the comics. Which will probably be the hint we'll get to Mephisto. She'll say, she, the, her direct line will be something like, my master will be this and that. And then Wanda will be like, what master? And then Vision will break in and be like, we got to get out of here. And they'll beat her. 
And then at the end, everyone will be asking, like, well, who's her master? And, she, and then she'll be laying on the ground dying. She'll be like, I failed you. And then a voice will be like, you didn't fail or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a, that's. The... And that's how the show ends, people. <laughs> um, Kids, are they are they real or are they not? I think nah, they gone. That, that's what's going to be sad is that she's going to have to watch those kids disappear. Yeah, I think they already are gone. That's why yeah. they don't you don't hear them. They or Agatha's got them in prisoner to make never her do real. what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a real kick in the teeth. I still hope that all these people that live in this community are all zombies and they all like get turned off. Die. I mean, the, just dead, rotten bodies everywhere. I had a thing about the hex, though, and it was one of those. Oh, I don't think there's going to be an explanation about the hexagon shit. Nah. I think it was specifically done as of right now just to be like. In the heck, just a design out, a design element. Not e- yeah, no, that's what I think. Too. I don't mean, I don't, I don't think it was a design element more. Yeah, so no, than just like, so they had it, so they the ability to line. name it something. Those yeah. are gonna be like a witch's hex kind of shit. Yeah, ooh, because get they, it, H E X. I mean, they reference Salem a few times too, like with the witch trials in Salem a few times. She's a scarlet witch, right? Uh, which I thought with the S, I was like, oh, maybe that's Salem. Remember, I brought, brought that Interesting. up. Interesting. Yeah, you did. I remember that. Remember this? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That. I don't know what's. How did you I like feel? Where your ab- heads at? How do you feel about the episode overall? Were you did? I think that I feel like you're absolutely right when you say, as we watch all these episodes and we theorize everything, there's gonna be stuff in here that's just not gonna meet the mark, and it's gonna make you feel like the show sucks. I feel like this episode is that 100%. Yeah, I think that, like, we're going to have, I think we're still keep having cool moments and it's a cool show, but I feel like there's going to be a lot more of those to come. Like, when the show ends in two episodes, people are going to be like, oh, they didn't answer this or this person didn't show up. It's like, okay, now go back and watch the show one more time and just try and enjoy it for what it is, not what you hope it's going to be as a Marvel fan. Yeah, which is tough. Very tough, especially with the universe they build. But hey, you know, champagne problems. <laughs> Champagne problem, you know. Uh, fair enough. I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the next episode. Let us know your theories. Are you bummed that we didn't get a fan? Uh, not a Thanos. Uh, a Talos or a Reed Richards. We got Goodner, but Chris, you could be right. It could be uh, a scroll. I think so. That'd be fun. It it's not it's not far off. It's still in storyline, but um, it's still confusing with Sword right now because what's his name still supposed to be an interim head of Sword and Nick Fury's off finger popping, finger popping the space. Yeah, yeah, up in space. So, uh, and Deborah Joe Rupp is Rupp is getting a a credit. So it is in there. Yeah. So a lot lot lots of lots of stuff going on. Uh, this is gonna do it for the last episode. In Soho, New York. Well, maybe not the last one, but for now, this will be the next one. Will be from back in Brooklyn, and then the hell yeah, Will. Can you believe that? Bingo, bango. Yep, one more episode, and then the final episode of the next episode. Well, of of this of of this show, man. This we might need to change the name of this show. Um, we'll be in Brooklyn. We'll be together, which is I think only been done three times. Four times together at all. Uh, it'll be a banger though. Hitting all the wrong buttons. 
Uh, I'm, that's gonna do it for this episode. I'm your host, Bradley Bags, my man, Chris Bucky. You what? Uh, we out of here, baby. Peace. We out. Thanks. <laughs>